What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. I uh, got another fun event for you on Saturday. It is Brunson versus Holland, and it's kind of a filler card uh, between UFC 259, which was awesome. UFC 260 is next week, and UFC 261 is on the horizon as well. So, not the highest quality card. Um, that we've seen in a while, but I do think we're going to see a lot of fun fights on this slate. Going to give you my favorite cash gameplay, tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week, as always. Coming off a, a up and down event, I guess I would say, in Edwards versus Bilal. I think I gave out Edwards as the cash gameplay, and he looked good, but that was an unfortunate uh, stoppage, no contest due to the eye poke. Really feel bad for both guys, especially Bilal, obviously. Ronnie Aya came through as our tournament play there. Salary play, I think, was Gavin Tucker, and that, that one did not work out. He got knocked out uh, with literally the first punch that landed on him. I, I would have been curious to see that fight play out. I really think... I really think Tucker would have been competitive if it had played out 15 minutes. But if you can't take a punch, you can't take a punch. Um, and finally, our fade, Gloria DePaulo, lost. So those who uh, think my fade of the week is a fade uh, didn't work out for you on that one. I will give you four new options this week. And before I get into that, guys, make sure you subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. Great content, as always, coming out throughout the week. I say it all the time, and it's true. And I watch content not just for MMA, but for all these other sports as well. PGA, soccer has been coming out, NHL as well. Of course, our guys, Paul Shaughnessy, Cody Safdick, do the um, Dogger Pass podcast, which is out already as well. Mad Lab on the main event breakdown. Uh, a lot of great stuff. So comment, subscribe, um, really helps us out. And without further ado, let us get into the cash game play of the week, which for me is going to be Gregor Gillespie at 9K. All right, guys, my cash game play, Gregor Gillespie at 9K. This, I mentioned it at the start, but this slate, I think, is just absolutely chocked full of high upside fighters. I think there are going to be a lot of big scores on this slate, and I'm really struggling just deciding which four to give out. And I, I don't want to just rattle off every fighter on this card, but there are a lot of different ways you can go, even in cash games, in tournaments for sure. Gillespie is, I think, one of the obvious plays, and I consider him one of the best plays on this entire slate, especially at 9K. He is an elite wrestler, a former Division I national champion, and he has absolutely smashed his way through the UFC, a guy who's landing more than seven takedowns per 15 minutes. He's coming off a loss, a knockout loss against Kevin Lee in 2019, a brutal knockout loss. So there are questions as to his durability, as to the layoff affecting him. He wants to be a professional fisherman. I mean... He's not minus a thousand here to beat Brad Riddell, but uh, wrestling scores extremely well on DraftKings in the old system and definitely in this new system. And if there's any doubt, look at uh, Gillespie's DraftKings record, and he scored 105, 129, 121, 117, 128, and 146. He only has, I mean, his lowest score in those six wins is 105 points, and that was in a decision. I don't really care if he wins by decision or inside the distance here. He just has so much upside with his ability to land takedowns, to control the fight, and we don't even have to pay up to 9.5K. I'd pay 10K for Gregor Gillespie, but at 9K, he's going to be a little bit chalky for sure in tournaments, but I think he's definitely 
worth considering, and I'd call him even closer to a must-play in cash games at minus 265 to win, and he's got a plus 125 inside the distance line. So there is a decent chance that he does dominate on the mat, uh, lock up a submission or get a knockout. I think most likely Brad Riddell is going to extend this fight out, but Gillespie simply has too much wrestling upside against a fighter in Riddell who has been taken down three times, eight times, and three times in his three UFC fights. Gregor Gillespie, 9K, is my cash game play of the week. All right, next up for my tournament play of the week, I'm going to, I guess I'll give you two just because one of them is is more obvious, but still I'm sure that some people aren't aware of the situation, and I'll give you one that's a little bit um, less obvious. The first one being tied to Ivasa, and I don't even know that he's so obvious in the sense that you have to play him. I, I already said it, but in this top range, man, I really like Montel Jackson. I think Julia Avila is a strong target. Gregor Gillespie, we already talked about. To Ivasa, Adrian Yanez, and there are a lot of fighters priced below this range as well who are in consideration for tournaments. So it's hard to take a stand on any fighter. The reason I'll bring up to Ivasa, um, who's also probably going to be popular, is because he was originally supposed to fight Dontale Mays, and that's why he's priced at 8.9K. Mays fell out, and they replaced him with a man named Harry Hunsucker. And if there's anything that I've learned in my years as an MMA tout, it's never to trust a fighter with the last name Sucker. Harry Hunsucker making his UFC debut here against Ty Tuivasa. Tuivasa's now uh, boosted up betting line to, in fact, I he was at minus 365 a minute ago. He's now up to minus 485. We'll track this number throughout the rest of the week, but Tui Voss is a big favorite now compared to his betting line. He's a massive value. His inside distance line isn't out yet. The fight's minus 265, 10 inside the distance. I think that line's going to get bet up as well. Hunsucker has never been out of the first round in 10 professional fights. I think he's he's either 7-3 and three or 8-2. and two. Let me double check. Uh, he is 7-3 and three professionally, 7 wins in the first round, three losses in the first round. He already lost to Jared Vandera on the Contender Series in the first round, and Vandera went out there and got smashed in in his UFC debut. So Tui Vasa, simply put, he's got a lot of upside and a lot of value for 8.9K. He's going to have a massive inside-the-distance line compared to his betting line. Huntsucker's never fought out of the first round, so theoretically this fight probably ends early regardless. And if you want to play Huntsucker, that's fine, but Tui Vasa has tremendous upside, Good chance of winning by first or second round knockout. Um, he will be boomer bust and he will be popular. So those are the reasons to be cautious and pivot away if you'd like to. But uh, there's no denying that Tui Voss is a very, very good tournament play at 8.9K because of this new change, because of his value, because of his metrics. So Tui Voss at 8.9K, definitely a fighter to consider in the top end. Um, I really like the mid-range as well. And... A couple fights that I'm eyeing, JP buys against Bruno Silva. I also like Roman Delize against Trevin Giles. I'll pick out Delize here, I suppose, at 8.2K. Um, the reason that I like Delize, he's another fighter who I don't particularly trust. So this is certainly a, a bigger risk. He's only minus 125 to beat Giles, and I know there are folks on Giles. Delize famously in his last fight was... Just in the middle of the first round said, hey, coach, do you want me to submit this guy now? And then he dove on a leg lock and didn't get the submission. And so there's not, Delize is not all there in the head, but he's a good wrestler. He's a good grappler. He has a lot of knockout power. He's coming down from 205 to 185 here. He's still the favorite against Trevin Giles, who has been put in vulnerable positions on the feet and on the mat. Dolize, 
um, I believe has potential to win this fight by knockout, which scores well. And I think he can win this fight more likely by grappling, which also scores well, even in a decision. Delize's fought twice in the UFC. He did win by knockout and scored 108, and he won by decision via grappling and scored 92. He's also plus 140 inside the distance, which is a very good line. Uh, for an 8.2k fighter, much more risky than other fighters we've talked about. But I think Dolize can win this fight inside the distance and score well. And even if he goes to decision, uses his grappling, he has upside as well. So a fighter I'm definitely considering in the mid-range for tournaments this week. Moving on to my salary play of the week. Maybe I'll give out a couple here as well. Um, one of the fighters I like, I think, is Derek Brunson at 7.8K. He's the main event underdog against Kevin Holland, plus 155 to win. And I, I understand the betting line. It's There may be value on Brunson. There may not be. Brunson is a risk in the sense that he's been knocked out in the first round a few times by good fighters like Israel Adesanya, by Robert Whittaker, by Jacare Souza. And he lacks composure at times. He's a good wrestler, though. And Kevin Holland is much more hectic, much more wild, and kind of a void defensively. Holland is defending takedowns at 52%. For comparison, Derek Brunson has never been taken down in his entire career, dating back to like 2011, 100% takedown defense. And Brunson has started wrestling more recently, has 10 takedowns in his last three fights. That's how he's been winning, coming off a main event victory against Edmund Shabazian, who people thought would smash him. I think Brunson can take Kevin Holland down. That doesn't mean he's going to win, but it means he has a path to victory on the mat by decision over 25 minutes. Um, it's probably going to be up to Holland to knock him out quickly, and I I do actually think Holland can do that. And I think Holland's a great tournament play as well at uh, 8.4K. The reason I'm using Brunson as my salary play here is because there are just too many great options on this slate from the mid-range. We've already talked about the upper mid-range to the very top. Montel Jackson, who I haven't even touched on. A ton of fighters who I want to pay up for. And it's hard to, to pay up for all those guys and play Holland at 8.4K and then still come up with these sneaky, good underdog targets who are going to come through. So at least by playing Brunson, you're getting yourself exposure to the main event for a decent price, 7.8K, a fighter who's only plus 155 to win. It's not plus 300, for example. And he has clear, clear upside with his wrestling. He is going to end up on the optimal lineup in a victory. Does he win 50% of the time? I don't know, but it's at least an option for you to save some salary. I think Brunson has enough of a path of victory. He's very experienced. He'll be my salary play at 7.8K. Another fighter who I'll just throw out casually here, um, Gustavo Lopez at 7.4K. I think it's going to be in a really, really fun fight with Adrian Yanez. Yanez is going to be the more popular play, the fighter who's won by knockout so impressively in the first round, back-to-back -back fights. Uh, maybe he goes out there and does it again. I think Lopez is going to bring the pace. Uh, Lopez will uh, test him in the wrestling and the grappling areas of the game, which we haven't really seen Yanez tested in. And when Yanez doesn't win by knockout, at least on the regional scene, his fights have been closer to 50-50. We've seen some decisions, some losses. So uh, I'm not super high on Lopez necessarily, but I really like the pace of this fight. And I think um, if you're paying up for fighters not named Yanez, then Lopez becomes an interesting super salary target at 7.4K. Finally, my fade of the week, going to give out Cheyenne Buys at 9.1K. And by the way, both Cheyenne Buys and her husband, JP Buys, are both making their UFC debuts here on Saturday, which is just 
uh, just incredible, and, and I wish them the best, but I'm pretty sure Cheyenne's going to be in JP's corner, first fight of the night, and then JP's going to try and be in Cheyenne's corner at the start of the main card. Just um, a very interesting, very intriguing narrative on this slate. But anyways, Cheyenne buys 9.1K. I actually, <laughs> I actually think she's a better talent than JP. I think she's more... Her wrestling isn't as strong. That's JP's strength. But Cheyenne is a good technical striker, um, high volume, and she seems just like a reasonable talent. She looked good on the Contender Series. But in this particular matchup, I don't think I can pay up 9.1K, especially since we've already talked about so many other good names. And I'll just, you know, essentially, I, I think you can make an argument easily that Yanez, Tuivasa, Gillespie, Avila, and Montel Jackson from 8.8K and up are just better high upside targets than Cheyenne. And I think you can make a case for literally every fighter 8.2K and above over Cheyenne buys. And that doesn't mean I think Cheyenne buys is going to win. I mean, lose. I'm picking her to win. However, it's probably going to be by decision. Let me pull up her... Uh, inside distance line here. Buys is only plus 300 inside the distance, which is not as strong of a number compared to other fighters in this range. She's not typically a finisher. She's not typically a high volume wrestler. So there just aren't as many options for buys to score at 9.1K. And there's some chance that Ruiz tests her in areas like the mat where we just haven't seen enough action from buys and we find out maybe she's overvalued in this spot making her UFC debut. So buys is a fade for me at 9.1K. I am picking her to win, but there are just too many other fighters on this slate that have higher upside, both wrestling or finishing, and I cannot prioritize buys at this number at 9.1K, so she's my fade of the week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Uh, tried to give out a few more plays for you. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, best of luck, as always. Make sure you subscribe to the channel here on the Mayo Media Network. Like the video, comment below who your favorite DraftKings play is of the week. Always find those interesting. And yeah, best of luck. Follow me on Twitter, at Appley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com. All the breakdowns for every fight on the slate. Got an hour and a half podcast up there with my boy. Best fight picks, um, projections, rankings, betting content, everything you'll need from a DraftKings or betting perspective at dailyfanmma.com. Until next week, stay safe. Good luck. Talk to you soon. Peace.